grease fire in a dumpster. There's no way to say it. CNN is so ticked off. All the liberals are ticked off. AOC is ticked off. I'm going to show a clip of her. They're so upset. And whatever you think about Donald Trump, you know that I've said good things about him. And I've also said hard, difficult things about him because I don't agree with everything that the Donald does or the Donald says. It is interesting to see Fox News falling apart after Tucker Carlson getting let go, whatever that, whatever happened there. And then it's also amazing to see CNN in a complete a dumpster inferno right now. I want to just, just to show how upset everyone is, we're going to go to AOC. On the platforming of um, such atrocious disinformation, but I would. I think it was a profoundly irresponsible decision. Fast and furious. So <laughs> it's an irresponsible. See, what happened is I think CNN said, you know what? Let's bring Donald on CNN. We'll put in a lady in a white pantsuit and she will be like girl boss power and she will eat his lunch. And it complete, it was a complete reversal. It was what they did not expect. It was in a way the old Donald Trump that had a little fire in him and he was enjoying it. He was laughing. He was, he was not phased at all. So I want, here's some of the talking heads. On the platforming of oh, that's um, such atrocious disinformation, but I, I would. I think it was a profoundly irresponsible decision. Fast and furious about the January 6th insurrection, oh, about the threat guys. to Vice President Pence, about Pence's ability to overturn the election, about COVID, about the economy and more. He called a black law enforcement officer a thug. Okay, so they're, they're really not happy. They're really not happy. There's a, they're, they're tweeting out about it. Why did we do this? Shame on us. Here's some of the footage. Welcome, Donald Trump. Giving you a subpoena to return. Are you ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah. This is the this is the one of the most controversial and most shared clips where he calls uh, this lady a a nasty person. Not saying I agree with this. I'm just showing it. Can I do you mind? I would like for you to answer the question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. That part right there, that's why I asked it. That was sort of your mean, sassy babysitter moment. And I think that's what that's what tipped the Donald over the edge for her to call her, call her a nasty person. I don't agree with, with doing that in public. I believe the president should be a statesman. He should be a, a gentleman and sort of above the fray. So I don't agree with that. But I think that little moment for her right there, that's why that's why I asked it. The babysitter sass, that put him over the edge. I would like for you to answer the question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple to, you're a nasty person. I'll tell you. That's what tipped him. Can you answer a Republican nominee, and you were in that 2024 race, will you commit tonight to accepting the results of the 2024 election? Yeah, if I think it's an honest election, absolutely I would. Will now, I think this is, I think everyone would say this. Biden would say, anyone would say this. I will accept the election if I believe it's an honest election. I, I don't understand why this is controversial. She really goes in on him on this. Let's see what she says. You can 
commit to accepting the results of the election, regardless of the outcome. You want me to answer it again? If I think it's an honest election, I would be honored to. But no commitment there on the accepting the results, regardless of the if, outcome. If it's an honest election, correct, but, I would. Okay, so not committing to accepting the 2024 election results. Or he waves rough. I don't understand why. Why is that controversial? She wants a complete and absolute submission to it. Why is it? Why is it not okay to say if it's an honest election? That's like saying, do you agree that you will admit to being beaten in a jiu-jitsu match um, no matter out what the outcome is? Well, if it's an honest match. I mean, if the guy pays $10,000 to the ref to score points wrong, then I wouldn't accept it, right? We only would accept an honest one. I don't know. I don't understand why she's... He's so feisty on that one. Or acknowledging what happened in 2020. President, I will have that war settled in one. All right, here's the part on the Ukraine. Typical CNN, they want, they want Donald Trump and all Americans to just say, give money to the Ukraine and let's use Ukraine to build back better in Europe and to begin to dismantle the conservative Christian morality and political history of Eastern Europe. That's what they want. That's what they want everyone to do. They want Zelensky to be canonized as a saint for the cause of LMNOP, San Francisco lifestyles, um, secularization, etc. That's what they want. Zelensky says that you know he he believes that the president of Canada is his muse, is his inspiration as a politician. So, of course... In one day, 24 hours... Do you want Ukraine to win this war? I don't think in terms of winning and losing. I think in terms of getting it settled so we... This is a typical... If you've ever read Trump's Art of the Deal, one of the very important things about negotiations in the Art of the Deal is to never think about it as winning and losing. Let me explain. If I'm doing a deal with you, whether it's selling and buying real estate, a car, a business, whatever. If I hold you over the barrel and I get shake out every dime, every, bleed you dry on the deal, will you ever do a deal with me again? No, you're going to hate my guts. One of the things, if you read Art of the Deal by Donald Trump, is you got to leave meat on the bone for people. Like you want to get a good deal? But it shouldn't be like, I won and he lost. Both sides of the deal should be happy and shaking hands and be, be friendly. And then when you do that, when you leave meat on the bone, that means that there's another deal with that person down the road and another deal and another deal. So you don't, you're not just successful on one deal where you scrape off all the meat. You have to leave meat on the bone so that you get future deals. So Trump, I think... He's saying here, I don't think of it as terms of winning and losing when it comes to politics, just like he doesn't think of it in winning and losing in, in real estate. He wants more deals. I think it's an interesting... Stop maybe disagree killing with all me. these people and breaking them. I want Ukraine or Russia to win this war. I want everybody to stop dying. But you by, won't say that you want Ukraine to win? By stupid people, by very stupid people. You once said that... Using the, the using the debt ceiling as a negotiating wedge uh, just could not happen. You you said that when sure. you were in the That's Oval Office. To, so why is it different now that you're out of office? Because now I'm not president. <laughs> that was a good one. Well, why do you say that now? Because now I'm not the president.
The people love to see that's that's the playful, uh, confident, cavalier sort of thing that that people like, and it was red meat to the audience. This is why it just blew it blew up in CNN's face. A little bit more. Here. The Capitol, and they were breaking into the Capitol, smashing windows, injuring police officers. Why did you? Why did it take you three hours to tell them to go home? I don't. This is the most powerful point because because everyone knew this was going to happen on CNN. So he reaches into his jacket and he has a piece of paper. He has the receipts to refute what she just said. So let me back it up a little bit. I think this is, if you're just into uh, debates, rhetoric, et cetera, this is from a rhetorical point of view, the most powerful part of the town hall. Here we go. Windows injuring police officers. Why did you, why did it take you three hours to tell them to go home? I don't believe it did. Oh, let me pull it out. I have to pull it out. So if you look at, on January 5th, the day before, I said, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. Stay peaceful. This was the day before. Three hours, over 140 officers were injured that day. And a person named Ashley Babbitt was killed. Yes. You know what? She was killed, and she shouldn't have been killed. All right, so here's some of the tweets that I wanted to share with you. Uh... The CNN Town Hall is 90-minute broadcast, though the network expect the actual event to go as long as 75. They stopped it less than 70 minutes in. So this shows that CNN, while it's going on, the producers are like, this has backfired. The dumpster fire has been lit. It is a grease fire. It makes, it's making Trump look good and making CNN and the CNN worldview matrix look bad. So they cut it. They cut it short. Here's another tweet. On the platforming of um, such. On the platforming of um, such atrocious disinformation. But I would. I think it was a profoundly irresponsible decision. Fast and furious. Totally dis- uh, what she said, irresponsible for CNN to even have the man on. I'm going to take a few comments and questions now. Uh, a blessed Thursday to everyone. Um, I'm not here to campaign or extol uh, the Donald Trump, but I think uh, this is one of the most interesting things that's happened in the last 24 hours, and it certainly has everyone's attention. And... This and the Tucker Carlson migration away from, from Fox News, I think, signals the end of the mainstream media networks. This is it. It's over. And we're going to go into the next cycle. And I think the influence and the power of these networks is going to be cut in half, if not by more. What do you think? Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? Before we get all into it, make sure that you subscribe. Hit the thumbs up, subscribe, and hit the bell. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. It's not actually theologically true, by the way. It's technically heretical. But I do like Wonderful Life. It's my favorite movie. All right, back into the comments and into 
the questions. Lala says she was horrible and totally unprofessional. I agree. She was shrill. There was nothing to like about her. Now, of course, Trump was uh, a bull in the China shop, kind of what we expected. Um, they probably had to put a, you know, got to be careful what I say, a strong, independent, masculinized woman who could go all the rounds with Trump, but she just, she came off as sour patch. And I think that is what led to the unprofessional element. Coming back in to your questions and to your comments, Renee says the unhinged left will never be able to live this embarrassing sham town hall down. You know, it's, it's interesting, Renee. We think about the matrix. We think about the leftist system. And we often think how organized and professional and all these conspiracies that they have going. And then when you see like the president of the United States currently walking around with his ice cream cone, you start to think maybe they're not that organized. Or when you see, when you see AOC, you know, do, doing her thing. The platforming of um, such atrocious. Like maybe, maybe they're not as polished as we'd like to think. And then to think that they would do this town hall and just lose so many points. You know, maybe. Maybe the tide is turning. I don't know. It's gone back and forth so much I can't even keep track anymore. Trying to find some comments that are appropriate. Keep it clean, people. Solitaria says, no more AOC jump scares, Dr. Marshall. I'm just going to do one for you. Just disinformation. That's for you, bro. I, I would. I think it was a profoundly <laughs> irresponsible decision. That's for you, my man. That's for you, Solitarius. Because you, you, you know you like to watch AOC. You know. Moses says, the Democrats are nervous. They know they're running out of options. Here's a, here's a counterpoint. Adam sh says, to look that organized is a tactic of the modernists. As St. Pius X said in Pashendi, they act confused but are not confused. Interesting. Adam, I see you're wearing a, a cassock and a beretta. Are you a priest? Are you a seminarian? Prayers for you. Prayers for you. Yeah, maybe... Maybe CNN did this just to look dumb, to look disorganized, but they got the master plan. It's like when you're playing chess and you let a knight hang because you know in two or three moves you got the queen if you let the knight hang. Maybe this whole town hall, CNN just let the knight hang. Maybe you let a bishop hang in order to capture a bigger piece. I don't know. I don't know. But the battle is here. <laughs> Ethna says, stop showing AOC's eyes. You mean these I'm eyes? Serious about the January 6th insurrection, oh, about the threat of... Cute. You mean the this? Platforming of um, such atrocious... Ratings. Yeah, I mean, in a way, I mean, CNN ultimately wants ratings, but ultimately it's more. 
there's an ideology behind it. It's beyond ratings. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it, my friends, my people, my amazing podcast audience. Going back into your comments and into your questions. Trump said they gave him an offer he couldn't refuse. I wonder what that was. I wonder what that was. I'm just, I mean, okay, here is a counterpoint for you. Maybe they want everyone to rally to Trump because they think or they know they can beat Trump. That would be a sinister play right here. What do you guys think? Is... Is the left rallying around the Donald because they think and or know they can beat Trump? Here is Holy Smoke. I think they were trying to get him to say more defaming things against his accusers so they can use it in a kangaroo court. Could be. Could be. There was a part of the town hall in which he talked about his woman accuser and the name of her dog. It was inappropriate. So I didn't, I didn't show it. Um, I don't think it's like grossly immoral, but it, it put things beyond. A, it's not something that Trump thought of. It's something odd about the, anyway, not going to go there. <laughs> Biden Town Hall, first question. Do you like vanilla or chocolate ice cream best? Exactly. Exactly. It would be a group hug fiesta. It would definitely, they definitely wouldn't have put white pantsuit, power boss girl onto Joe Biden. Angelic Guidance says, I feel like it's all distractions from the bigger problems. Could be, but some of the bigger problems were touched upon. Oh, going back into King uh, Charles III, different topic, but I heard reporters say that the King of England as coronation prayed for all religions, not just for Anglicans. Anglicans, of course he did. He is a globalist. He's an ecumenist. Yeah, King Charles is, is definitely a globalist. He's all about ecumenical. All religions lead to God. You don't honestly believe that King Charles believes that the Church of England is the one true church upon earth with himself as the supreme governor. No way. Absolutely no way. What do you guys think of RFK Jr., by the way? Getting a lot of questions about that. They should be more afraid of RFK Jr. who might take it away from Joe. I don't know. He's got that Kennedy name. He's got that legacy. I think generally women would vote for RFK Jr. more than they would vote for Biden, who's got that going for him. But he's got really radical positions on the pokey poke and conspiracy theories, and a lot of Americans may not be ready for that, especially on the left. You see, people on the right are open to that. People on the left are not open to that. We don't need kings. Joseph, I disagree. We do need kings. That's why I am also running for president in 2024 on the Christ the King platform. 
Do I expect to win? I can't answer that question, but I think we need a candidate who comes out and says abortion should be illegal, no-fault divorce should be illegal, contraception should be illegal. We need a Christian culture in America. We don't need secularism. We don't need strict separation of church and state. We need a candidate who's going to say that. No one on the Republican GOP ticket's ever going to say that. So I'm going to run, and I'm going to say all those things, and we'll see what happens. We only need the king of kings. True, but king of kings implies, actually explicitly indicates, that Jesus Christ is the king of many kings. That's why Christianity, Christendom, always had many kings under the one king. So it's not exclusive, it's participatory. RFK will get the Bernie Sanders treatment. Excellent comment, I agree with you. I definitely agree. He'll have, he'll have a fired up base who loves the Bernie, feel the burn. He'll be fired up, but it won't be the big ticket movement in the Democratic Party. Forever Young, good comment, 100% agree. Renee is back and she says, Kamala Harris is just one heartbeat from finishing Biden's abysmal presidency. God help us. MA Patriot says, you've got my vote, Dr. Marshall. All right, I got, already got one vote. Already got one vote. I'd vote for you and I'm LCMS, Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Man, I got, I got a Catholic voter and I've already got a Lutheran voter already. And I'm running on a cat when I'm running on a Catholic platform and I got a strict Missouri Senate Lutheran voting for me, you know that's legit. I'm gonna take two more, two more questions. We must pray that King Charles will come to the truth. As a Brit, he is my king, but he is also a layman and has no authority over the church. Uh he is the supreme governor of the church, but yeah, of the not the church, the fake church, Church of England. Here's another vote coming in. I got another vote from Brendan. I got another vote for Joe. I mean, I've got at least 10 votes in America right now voting for me, president, 2024. Here's another one, Alan. I mean, I got, I got votes coming in. This is great. All right. Catholic president, my vote. Awesome. All right. Christ the King Party. That's the new party. Christ is King. Christ the King Party. I'm running for president. Let's see what happens. Abortion illegal. Right? It's got to be all 50 states. Thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Y'all know the Ten Commandments? Here's my hand signs. I made these hand signs up. This is why all my kids know the Ten Commandments. So I'm going to sign off with this. Number one, I am the Lord thy God. Thou shalt worship no other gods besides me. One God. Two, thou shalt not take the Lord thy God's name in vain. See that too? That's a V for vain. Three, that's a K, kind of. Keep holy the Sabbath day. Four, do this, four. Honor thy father and mother. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Five, thou shalt not kill. 
Six, thou shalt not commit adultery. Seven, see these two dollars? Thou shalt not steal two dollars. Thou shalt not steal. Eight, see this? Thou shalt not bear false witness, whisper evil things about people. Thou shalt not bear false witness, number eight. Number nine, see this fat, stubby thing right here? That's your neighbor's wife. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. And number 10, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods. Those are the Ten Commandments. You will never forget them for the rest of your life. This is why my eight children have the Ten Commandments burned in their brain. And by the way, if you like that, as cheesy and elementary school as that is, I teach advanced theology, and I even teach those kind of things to help you remember the Holy Apostles, the Seven Sacraments, Six Precepts of the Church. You should sign up at nsti.com. It's where I teach online courses in Latin Mass, Philosophy, Bible, Apologetics, Thomas Aquinas, Church Fathers, Medieval Philosophy and Theology. You can sign up right now for summer enrollment. You need to be studying during summer, summer school. You'll be confident in your Catholicism. You'll know the Bible. You'll have the answers when a Muslim makes an objection, when a Jewish person makes an objection, when a atheist, a liberal cafeteria Catholic, we've got the answers. We've got the playbook for you. It's simple. It's easy. There are thousands of students right now doing it. You should join them for summer enrollment. Become a student at NSTI. Dot com sign up today. I think 15 people signed up yesterday. Lots of students coming in. Be one of the ones that signs up today while we have summer enrollment open, nsti.com. All right, that's today's show. Pray your rosary every day or you're not on the team. That's a big part of my presidential campaign. You got to pray the rosary every single day. Find a traditional Latin mass read the Bible every day, go to confession at least every two to four weeks, keep that soul clean, love Jesus Christ, catechize your kids, love your spouse, get married, have lots of kids, go for it. Have more kids than you can afford, God will provide. It works out. It's amazing. And until next time, remember our Lord Jesus Christ is you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless. And Godspeed.